Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen and I work for Danfoss Cooling. This podcast, I've again turned to one of my friends and colleagues from the UK, Glenn Moore. He's been with Danfoss for many years as a technical field service and supports manager. He is now doing consultancy and troubleshooting on refrigeration systems, mostly in the UK. Glenn has written several technical articles in magazines over the years, and you can still meet him, among other places, in the refederationengineer.com online forum. Here in the Northern Hemisphere, winter has begun and may take its toll on equipment left outside in the cold. Or rather, the winter will set its footprint on the the work with refrigeration and HVAC systems exposed to the coolness. Places where the ambient is even colder, like the Arctic, or the neighboring counties where HVAC systems, odd as it may sound, also are in use. Additional design consideration needs to be taken into account. But that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is mainly about temperate areas, where the life expectancy of a compressor or condensing unit is, is influenced quite some by the way these are treated during the cold winter. Glenn has written two great articles about how to beat those winter blues. With the prospect of another cold winter looming, now is the time to make sure your compressors are protected from the cold winter conditions. Any compressor, condensing units, Sighted outside in the cold ambient will be at the mercy of the cold icy wind chills, long nightly off cycles and deadly liquid migration. These units may be placed on the roof, on the wall, on the floor outside the butcher shop, the farm, the garage forecourt, etc. etc. Wherever these units are placed outside, they are all in danger of falling due to the cold ambient conditions unless simple preventive measures are taken. The compressor during its off cycle, if sighted in a cold windy freezing area, will slowly become a condenser due to the cold chill temperature. As liquid migrates to the cold compressor, liquid starts to dilute into the compressor's oil, reducing the oil's ability to lubricate the compressor's bearings, etc. With long nightly off cycles, this problem can become even more of a deadly problem. Simply fitting a crankcase heater may help, but it may not be the compressor's savior on its own. When a compressor is exposed to freezing cold wind chills, any heat that the crankcase heater produces will simply be blown away with the wind. To prevent this happening, insulation should be wrapped around the compressor on top of the crankcase heater. This insulation can be either a fiberglass blanket or a sheet of insulation foam rubber. This will keep the heat inside the compressor and its oil 
thus preventing liquid from condensing inside the machine and diluting the oil. During the compressor startup period, good quality oil will then be sent to the bearings and cylinder walls to fully lubricate the machine. This will enable the compressor to operate efficiently without any problems and ensuring its long life. Failing to protect the compressor in this way can leave the compressor in a precarious situation with the potential of compressor seizures and or even valve break breakages. If the compressor is allowed to get too cold and liquid migrates inside the compressor and its oil, during startup, this liquid will wash the lubricant away from the bearing surfaces and cause a potential seizure. If excessive liquid or liquid slash oil foam is drawn into the cylinders, the potential of valve breakages escalates. The criteria for a safe compressor in cold weather conditions is that the oil temperature inside the crankcase must be maintained at least 10 degrees Celsius above the surrounding ambient. This will guarantee liquid-free oil is available at all critical times and give the compressor every chance to survive the winter. Failing to ensure that the oil is kept warm and liquid-free is a recipe for disaster and the cost of good quality crankcase heater and some insulation wrap is money well spent and far outweighs the cost to replace an expensive compressor. Don't let your compressor die in the cold. During the colder winter month, many small refrigeration systems will simply stop working due to low ambient conditions. But there are simple methods to prevent these cold winter blues from happening. When a system is designed, the thermostatic expansion valve is sized and selected using typical summer ambient conditions. With the change of ambient conditions from summer to winter, the condenser conditions can also change dramatically. For a typical selection criteria of a 12 kilowatt chill room with a room temperature of minus 2 degrees Celsius running 404A and evaporating at minus 8 degrees Celsius, that is 3.7 bar, and the condensing at 35 degrees Celsius, that's 15.5 bar, the condensing temperature of 35 degrees Celsius, 15.5 bar minus the evaporating temperature, 3.7 bar, will result in 11.8 bar pressure drop. At this condition, the expansion valve has 11.8 bar of pressure forcing the liquid refrigerant through the TEV's orifice. The correct selection would then be a Danfoss TES 5 3.7, which yields approximately 12 kilowatt under these conditions. Now, if we look at the performance of the same system operating during winter conditions, we'd still have the evaporating temperature at minus 8 degrees Celsius, 3.7 bar, but the condensing temperature is now 5 degrees Celsius, which is 6 bar, minus the evaporating 3.7 bar, so the result is now 2.3 bar. 
At winter conditions, the same thermostatic expansion valve would now only yield 7.9 kilowatt. This drop-off in duty is due to the lower condensing conditions and would cause the compressor capacity to increase due to the lower compression ratio. Evaporating temperature would drop dramatically, causing the evaporator to ice up and the suction pressure to fall, probably to the level of the low pressure cutout conditions, thereby stopping the plant from functioning and the cold room temperature would start to rise, causing loss of products, etc. etc. Once the coil starts to ice up, then the system will slowly deteriorate and simply get worse and worse, unless something is done to rectify the situation. The simple solution would be to fit a condenser fan speed controller. The fan speed would then reduce as the temperature dropped lower. As the condenser fans slow down, less cold air is pulled through the condenser coil, and so the condensing pressure rises to keep the pressure drop across the thermostatic expansion valve similar to the summer de design conditions, and hence the plant operates both summer and winter. Failing to operate the plant effectively through the winter month could cause premature failure of the compressor. Running in a low pressure condition would cause the motor to overheat due to lack of suction gas cooling this could lead to short cycling on the motor's internal clickson and eventually failure. Danfoss Saginomia fan speed controllers are an ideal choice with a wide range of single and three-phase speed controllers. There are two types available, the XGE and the RGE types. Both regulates the fan speed as a function of the condenser pressure with a minimum speed of 30% of the nominal fan speed. Below the 30%, the fan will cut out. The RGE are available both as one and three phase controls. For the larger condensers with three fans or more, Danfoss frequency converters, the VLT, could be a solution. Electronic expansion valves do not suffer from this capacity loss due to their wide operation capacity band and simple electronic controls, rather than a gas-charged thermal element as used in the thermal expansion valve. Using electronic expansion valves with fan speed controllers has added advantages for superior control with excellent energy saving potentials. Thank you for listening in on this podcast. We would greatly appreciate feedbacks and suggestions to future refrigeration topics. Or if you have specific questions to this episode, please leave a comment on the Chilling with the Ants SoundCloud page. I look forward to hearing from you. We would also appreciate it if you would click like, share and repost to help us spread the word about Chilling with the Ants. Please feel welcome to visit us at, at danfoss.com and maybe sign up for some of our cool e-learning classes. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you soon for the next episode. Until then, stay cool. Mm-hmm.